Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 440 for Friday, July 23rd. Today on the show, why Nashville, Tennessee needs to hate Cincinnati. Why Tennessee might get a bad rap should expansion actually take place. But we begin with how absolutely ridiculous it would be if the SEC turned down Texas and Oklahoma. I'm going to ask you guys a very simple question. Do you like money? Are you a smart person? (laughs) If you are one of those two things, which I'm assuming all of you are, then you need to know the name The Kingston Group. They've been taking care of homes in Middle Tennessee for over a decade by being smart and by making people money. They create beautiful projects, they bring your home to life, and they do it with a proven technique and a proven track record of success. So if you like money and you like your home and you like happiness and you're smart, which I'm assuming all of you are, then you need to remember the name The Kingston Group, Nashville's locally owned custom home and remodeling firm. BuildKG.com is the website. There's going to come a time when you need to make a decision about your home, and when that time comes... Make sure you remember the name, the Kingston Group. So I think I made this pretty clear yesterday when I said the SEC would be foolish not to take Texas and Oklahoma in expansion. Of course, you can listen to Fringe Element, my conversation with Dari Noka as well, and get a little deeper into the weeds on what's actually happening in the SEC. But I'm going to change my stance on this. Not only would it be foolish for them not to take them, It could actually be giving up their spot as the premier conference in college football. Now, the Big Ten has a population problem. They have a recruiting problem. There's not enough dudes in their recruiting radius, in their recruiting area, the way there is in the SEC. That's always going to be an issue. But the amount of people in the Big Ten that watch television sets continue to drive revenue. There's more people in Chicago than there is in Arkansas, Mississippi, and Alabama, all individually as states. So the key here is if the Big Ten decides to swoop in and steal Texas and Oklahoma, if the SEC were to vote it down, which I don't think would happen, but if they did, that would give the Big Ten a clear path to the biggest seismic shift in the history of college football. If the Big Ten were to take Texas and Oklahoma away from the SEC and Greg Sankey and the, and the presidents of the SEC were to pass on this opportunity, the Big Ten could steal conference supremacy from the SEC for the next few decades. No, the players are still in the South and the SEC will still be great. It just means more. I get all of that. But Texas and Oklahoma going to the Big Ten totally changes the dynamic of power and creates two super conferences. If the SEC takes Texas and Oklahoma, there is one conference above all else that stands head and shoulders above everyone. And it's not even close. So not only do I think the SEC would be stupid to not take them, I think it could be extremely costly. Greg Sankey and the presidents will do the right thing. So more and more news continues to trickle out of Big 12 country as it pertains to Texas and Oklahoma wanting to join the SEC. The fires continue to rage and there's more and more smoke and it feels like Texas wants to be a free agent and wants to get out of the Big 12. Oklahoma will, of course, follow suit. So much so, in fact, that the SEC network, you know, the the conference's own network, started floating ideas, including a four-team, four-pod arrangement in the SEC. You'd have Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, and South Carolina in one pod. You'd have Alabama, Auburn, Tennessee, and Vanderbilt in another pod. LSU, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, and Texas A&M in a third pod. 
Arkansas, Missouri, Oklahoma, and Texas in the final pod, and potentially they would go to a nine-game conference schedule where you'd play the other three teams in your pod every season, then you'd play two games against each of the other pods, and of course rotate all of that stuff throughout the course of the years. Here's what I'll say. I think looking at the pods is interesting. I think Tennessee gets a really raw deal and 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 historically is not being accurately represented if they're going to be in a pod with Alabama, Auburn, Vanderbilt's certainly the, the quote-unquote W in that that group, but this is the only pod that has three teams that have all won a national championship in the last 25 years. No other pod in the SEC is even close to that. So I don't think it's a good draw for Tennessee, number one. Number two, I, I just think it looks kind of stupid. <laughs> like, let's just get rid of all of the divisions altogether. Why do we need two divisions? Why do we need four divisions? How, like, you're going to tell me that four different teams are going to win the divisions and then the best two are going to play in Atlanta? How do we know that those are the best two teams? I, I know we've got tiebreakers and all that stuff, but if we're going to have automatic bids into the national championship playoff at 12 teams or whatever, uh, you want the best two teams playing in the SEC championship game. They're not going to get rid of the championship games because they are giant money makers. And if we're deciding automatic bids, it is a sound strategy to have a singular game at the end of the year to decide the champion who gets the automatic bid into the tournament. So why have a division at all in, in any of these conferences? The Big 12 doesn't have one, and it works great. The best two teams play in the Big 12 championship game. The ACC did it last year during COVID, and it was also great. The top two teams played in the championship game. There's no need for a division. There's literally no need. You cannot legislate competitive balance over time. I want to see the best two teams in the SEC play in Atlanta every single year. A lot of times that does happen, but last year it didn't. Last year, A&M and Alabama, while they played in the regular season, didn't play in the championship game, and they were the highest two ranked teams in the SEC at the end of the year. No, they played the Florida Gators, Alabama did. So again, I just I don't see the need for two divisions, much less four. I, I like the idea in theory. It looks cute on television and it looks fun on Twitter to talk about. Get rid of divisions in every single conference. Make the championship games as valuable as possible. Make the champions and the automatic bids as worthy as possible. And then we get a better playoff. Death to all divisions, folks. After taking one point in a draw on the road against Columbus on Wednesday, Nashville SC is back home for one of the few remaining home matches for the boys in gold on Saturday, 7.30 p.m. against FC Cincinnati. I don't care about where they are in the standings. I don't care about their form, as they say. Nashville's only lost one time all season, and I don't care how well people are playing. I don't care who's injured. I don't care who's off on international duty. I do not care about any of the extra stuff that really normally would go into analyzing a soccer match. What I care about is you, Nashville, showing up to hate Cincinnati. We do not like Cincinnati. We don't like the team. City's okay. That's why I stay in Covington. But basically, we need to build more rivalries in this city from a sports standpoint. And one of the best places to start, soccer. We play Columbus, we hate them. We play Atlanta United, we hate them. We play Cincinnati, we hate them. I want to see 25,000 people at Nissan Stadium at 7.30 p.m. Central Time on Saturday night. I cannot go, unfortunately, because I am going to an outdoor wedding in Dallas in July. I don't want to talk about it. I'll be having a great time without my children, but that's neither here nor there. What I want to see is a huge crowd show up and support the boys in gold. Support Nashville SC. The crowds have gotten bigger and bigger and bigger every home game, and every time you show up, they deliver with a clutch performance, with, with a historic performance. We need to build a rivalry with Cincinnati. It's already there for the hardcore fans, but the casual fan needs to know 
that we hate Cincinnati. Go to the match on Saturday night, support our team, our club, our city, and hate Cincinnati. Does everybody get the message? Hate Cincinnati? Has everybody got that? Special thanks to our great friends at the Kingston Group, bringing you the 440 every single morning for free. Nashville's locally owned custom home and remodeling firm. Award-winning as well, I might add. So again, if you like money and you're smart, make sure you remember the name, the Kingston Group. BuildKG.com is the website. Go check out their work. I've said it 100 million times. Go look at it. It speaks for itself. BuildKG.com is the website. Thank you guys all for listening so much. We do appreciate it. Please share the show. Just share it with one person. Tell one person or maybe every single human you know. We would be very grateful if you were to do that. Also, happy birthday to my wonderful and amazing and spectacular and very real wife. We are not going to be at the Nashville SC match this weekend because we're in an outdoor wedding in Dallas. Who does that in July? Either way, happy birthday, honey. I love you, and thank you for everything that you do for our family. My name is Braden Gall. You can follow me on Twitter at Braden Gall. Please rate, review, and subscribe. This has been the 440 for Friday, July 23rd. The 440 is a production of 440 Media, written and produced by Braden Gall, music by William Tyler.